Get your Ouija board, get your Buddha, and hang out with us, Blender Style, at the crossroads while we talk about Bone Thugs and Harmony, East 1999 Eternal, released in 1995. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Snail it. So this is a fan pick from the Greater Details podcast. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. But this is, uh, you know, Bone Thug's first full-length album. Uh, they did an EP before this. I really got into that. Not at the time. Well, yeah, at the time, because Thuggish Ruggish Bone was on the, like, on the MTV. On the MTV? And I fucking loved it. It was I a, hated the MTV. I liked all kinds of, like, uh, 90s rap. Okay. For sure. And uh, this one definitely was one I was into. And there was tons of videos from this album. I got into it. Lots of people. I think we listened to this, you and me, Casey, back in high school. I think I don't remember not listening. this album, but like watching the videos for sure. I, I don't remember listening to Bone Thugs, but I do remember them being around. And I don't know where I got it from. I don't know whether it was you or Russ or Chris. So Chris Blaska listened to a lot of rap. He was yes. like the biggest rap. But I don't know that he ever listened to Bone. See, that's what I was wondering. I don't know. I don't remember. I know he was big into Snoop and Dr. Dre and and Easy and that stuff. I think this might have been a Russ thing, but I'm not sure. I mean, if he was into those artists, I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe, yeah. So this album was the first time I ever heard this, uh, heard of Bone Thugs. And uh, I was, I want to say I was about 12 years old. And I heard it from uh, uh, Brendan and Vincent. Shout out Brendan and Vincent. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They, they They were a wild, cool bunch. Yeah, I loved it then. It was scary. There's something scary about it. In so that's what really like brought me in was it was scary and there was like an occult element, mm-hmm. almost like satanic, but not really. So I feel like there's that vibe, which I appreciate a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is darker, dude. And uh, I definitely like it for that reason. Like the videos had like Ouija boards and candles, you know, they're crystal balls and stuff like that. So I I don't know where... Bone Thugs came in, but I do remember it always being around when we were kids. Although I never got into like the the videos. Like I said, I, I wasn't a big MTV fan. I hated it when I was a kid. Um, but I feel like Bone Thugs for me was always um, an aside to the gangster rap, even though they were in that same genre, because they had this this flow and this harmonization that there's an r&b yeah uh, they had this this different style that gangster rap at the time didn't have that was more appealing and more like accessible well it was a rap group right so like it's a group i mean the reason why you know about bone thugs is because they are one of the greatest rap groups of all time facts bro that's, I mean, i'm that's, glad you're just coming like out nirvana the or whatever you know you yeah. know of nirvana because they were a big thing bone thugs was a pretty big thing especially when uh you know easy e was you know involved with them you know bone thugs has worked with easy e tupac uh notorious fucking notorious big pun like i mean he they've worked with so many like OG motherfuckers. And Easy E produced this album and he was kind of their mentor leading into this. I think he was executive producer. Okay. And then DJ Unique is like the main producer bringing so much to the table with this. Okay. And uh, like the piano playing, like I was talking to you guys about this late earlier. Yeah. 
like I listened to this so many times because we're reviewing it, right? So I want to know it in great detail. And eventually you just start realizing how much piano is being played. Like not on like the banger tracks necessarily, but some of the other tracks. And it's nice, dude. It's like you th- you start to kind of break it down and there's like not a lot of like sampling going on like there is on the other rap. Mm-hmm. There's actually, there's like kind of some live instruments in this mm-hmm. or like some real instruments and i just appreciate it for that yeah so yeah. one of my notes on this is that like the samples and the beats that they have they're very simple and generic and they do use a lot of like live instrumentation on it so which the, is crazy the main instrument is them singing together yeah the yeah, harmonization sure. that's the guitar of the band yeah and, and, and it works very well and it's like I didn't I couldn't conceptualize it for a long time. I'm like, I don't know what makes Bone Thugs different. And it is that like harmony thing. It's they're, the flow and the harmony. It's like they're doing um uh like uh Acapella. Acapella. <laughs> and they I think they do. Like oh, I think for sure. they, I think they sure just sit around how and, this this is definitely like how they probably started was just going back and forth. I mean it's like most bands there's like a couple guys and they get together, blah blah blah. But once once they're together, I think they're just sitting around in a room. But there was also just like this... jamming and like singing together. And mm-hmm. you get that. It's a group, dude. Like other well, rap sure. groups have features <laughs> and they like hint and it's rad. But I like that this is a group, not just some rapper in addition. Like, and they all like have this. It's not the same. It's the same style, but they have like different sounds mm-hmm. and different like vibes. Exactly. And so you know when the other guy's coming in, but it's still the same Bone Thugs kind of. Uh, I always felt like they were like. Uh, the Ramones of like hip hop, right? Especially since, you know, they all have like bone in their names, like the Ramones. They all have the same haircut. You know, all of them. Really apt comparison, bro. uh, Johnny Ramone was, you know, all downstrokes, right? Like Bone Thugs is all this back and forth hip hop, right? That's their downstroke. And they, they do it very well and they know that they do it very well. Oh, for sure. And that's how every song is. And so, like, also very epic, also very good, at times gets jumbling and sometimes starts to sound the same to me on some parts of this. Is that your beef? Yes, this is somewhat of my beef. And also because I used to love this and going back to it, I kind of pick it apart, you know? Uh, Yeah, I've been with it for so long. And I still don't know what the hell they're saying in some parts, you know (laughs) what I mean? Um I honestly thought the release before this is better. I think it has just bangers on it. So I know that it's short. Going into this, I thought that too. And like, I, I do love this album. I think it's everybody should listen to this album, right? For sure. Um, also, Bone Thugs went on to do uh, other albums that were great. You know, it's not just... so. Oh, um, yeah, the ones after this are good. So I feel like, um, kind of to touch on what you guys were saying earlier, there's this this harmonization that's going on between all the, the the different vocalists and stuff that wasn't prevalent at the time. It was back in, in like the early nineties you had, if there were two people rapping on an album, they traded off almost like, almost yeah. like in a rap battle. Like regulators. You had like the smooth you guy had, and, yeah. then the, like, and then the like Dr. Dre, Tupac, yeah. Snoop Dogg. Where this Poo. was kind of cool because it was almost like that choir thing going it's on like where choir, somebody yeah. would step in and back the person up on the harmonization parts. And the fact that it flows so perfectly and they know exactly when to come in and harmonize the the accents and the in the peaks and the valleys and stuff, it makes yeah, it yeah, so yeah. exciting to actually listen to. Even though this isn't my style of music, I caught myself coming back to this and just 
like wanting to listen to it over and over again. Yeah, I think yeah. that's why like just the simple piano shit works because mm-hmm. you don't really need a lot of instruments. No, you don't. And like one of the complaints there's that five I've, guys like that I've singing seen together. online is like <laughs> that the beats and stuff are simplistic. But I think that's a service to this because I yeah, really think well like said. Nathan said that the meat of this is the harmonization between the vocals the vocals and it just makes it so much better it's the same thing with Mm wu-tang if you don't have method man it ain't wu-tang if you don't have fucking easy it ain't nwa like that's what's so great about these these rap groups groups yeah they they just connected just the same way with it even the tribe called quest or whatever but nwa is a good example of what what i'm talking about so like when we did the nwa review they Everybody takes their turn doing their their part, and yeah. it's not the same. And style. there's no harm. It's like it's, it's cool. It's like a hard cut. Next person, hard cut. Next yeah, person. Yeah. Or this can't just, agree more. There's dude. this amazing. How can we work off each other? Yeah. There's this amazing flow and cooperation between everybody on this that just makes it. I I honestly, even though it is technically gangster rap, I don't know that I would necessarily classify it. it can, as it's hard rap. to call it that. Yeah. Well, it's not even that like some of the lyrics aren't even that violent well but i, feel I mean like they're talking of, about papping you which is my I, new I favorite like a lot, <laughs> i feel like a lot of the lyrical themes are your standard 90s gangster rap themes uh, so i wrote this i said themes as other artists at the time but deliver in a fresh package exactly like, it's like they're definitely talking about like what other artists at this time were were doing but they did it and delivered it in a different type of package. And to me, this sounds more street than any of the other stuff because it's like, hey, we're hanging out and we're fucking yeah. shooting the shit, fucking throwing some dice, fucking first chilling, of the month, you know dude. I mean? Well, this it's, is something we're having a we're celebration. Grilling, we're like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're not that hard, bro. We're like chilling. This is very like chill. Like I like just chilling and listening to this. Like it has that vibe to it. Yeah, it's the smoking stuff, dude. Well, this is also something. Bud smokers only, bro. Bud smokers this is also, only. This is also. Something something that you could you could imagine these guys on the corner busing this stuff yeah for sure and like hustling and the five of them together just doing yeah, this just that doing would blow it. shit away and bro. like this, that's not something you could think about like most other gangster rap music of the time like you're not going to see the guys all standing on the corner that's how hip-hop was in rap though, and this is just sure. something that you could totally see as as a flow and and like it has that vibe going on to where it's very organic and it's very um grassroots kind of for sure for sure they're just like sitting around stars aligned mm-hmm. yeah they're like a real Wu-Tang clan stars aligned so some of the more modern rappers they'll get into the studio lay down some rhymes and shit like that and there's a lot of studio engineering going exactly. on so i i watched some like clips of them doing this stuff live so if you go back and watch old like bone thugs like videos mm-hmm. their interviews are awful they're so high bro Uh, and they're just like incoherent you know what i mean but then they'll perform are they so high are you just too sober to watch it yeah probably (laughs) and they uh but they'll do like live performances too on these older videos and it's like it was what i was expecting that that they were like very gel and connected and they could do this stuff i've talked to some buddies and they're like they saw bone more recently and it's like not as good but they kind of like the band fell apart you know what i mean a little yeah, bit yeah there's a, they a lost little bit of beef and stuff which is also. a bummer dude but uh yeah. i mean at this time i mean they're nailing this shit bro oh for sure this this album made me wish that i still had a good stereo although at the same time it sounds good 
uh, even on like a generic entry level car stereo, which I was surprised about because I figured, you know, oh, it's going to be a hip hop album. Uh, We're going to have to have like some good subs and a good amp or whatever. But I was surprised at how good it actually sounded just on like. I think it's before shit got too ridiculous. Yeah, maybe. You know, what's funny is one of my only beefs with it is like some of the shit's corny. Uh-huh. Like they do like an R and B shit for what song is it? It's uh uh Buddha Lovers. <laughs> Buddha Lovers. But you know what's funny is like even though it sucks and it's bad, by like that time it's like kind of relieving. Yeah. I kind of love the R and B influence on this. It's it's pretty rad. I love that they can be talking about fucking murder and it's kind of sexy time at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I would I will have sex to this again. <laughs> my one complaint, or my biggest complaint, I should say, I have a couple, but my biggest one is that there's way too many N-bombs on it, and I can't sing along with it without getting What's beat up. What's an N-bomb? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> you can't sing along with it, yeah, and you're a lyrics guy. Yeah, and, and I can't sing along with it, but also, if I'm cruising through a parking lot with this cranked, and <laughs> I have to pass do... a bike to the dude's like... What the fuck? I think if you're listening to, I think if you're rolling around, and you're listening to Bone Thugs, and somebody hears that, and they know Bone Thugs, oh, yeah. you're gonna get this. Yeah, well, exactly. But, Anybody, but dude, more I've, often than not, with the white dude cruising around the freaking. <laughs> the I'll tell you, Bone Thugs, dude. I'll, I'll tell you what. I started listening to this a lot in my car. Um, windows down, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And cruising through a parking lot, though? Dude, honestly. Cruising down the street in no, my 6'4". Go, go through a Walmart parking lot. Look at all the crazy looks you give us. I'm not, so, I'm not embarrassed to listen to both. No, I'm not embarrassed either. It's just the looks that people give you. Just kind of like how you said, you're going to listen to this with your windows down, right? Uh, I love that I can hear the freedom and the darkness of the streets in this shit. Mm-hmm. I, I love it, dude. I give this a 4.0. Nice, dude. Uh, I think this is a solid record. Uh, it's not, you know, I know some people might disagree with me, but I think that's a solid rating for this. Uh, I love this. Do yeah. you like the EP more? I enjoy it. Yeah, I just enjoy those songs a little better. I, I like that I can also differentiate them a little better on that than I can this one. Like I said, I feel like sometimes maybe... Do you think the, that's a plus that that's like... On the, they're like more different and unique, and this a little bit. I, I just like I said, there's some things that, like I said, I still don't even know what they're saying in some parts. I know I could like look up the lyrics and stuff, but even trying to read along with how quick they're going, though, you're gonna struggle with metal, but yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I know I, I sing the wrong words to all my favorite songs all the time, <laughs> but there, so there's some debate, and I talked to my girlfriend about this. She's like, they're throwing in like syllables or like, but when it's unnecessary yeah, yeah and i just like i started meticulously going through it and they don't really no they're it's everything's like very they're every syllable is planned out and then they just the thing is to put more syllables in the bar mm-hmm. for sure and they're just like and so it's like triplets and then they'll go into like 16th notes and they vocalize in a drum pattern oh dude it's, it's very like very and i love that technical part of it uh-huh. It's like, remember when, um, like back in like the day when Jack was really into Cradle of Filth and he would constantly brag about how Danny wrote all his, uh, lyrical content in like a Victorian poetry style. It, it's, it's the, the same, same kind thing. of thing. So that's why I gave it a, um, four out of five. I feel like it was an awesome nice, al- album oh, yeah. with, um, really cool feel and flow. Uh, I feel like the beats were kind of simple but at the same time the the vocalization and the harmonies between them made it really exciting and different for the time 
Uh, and it was just overall a really good album. Uh, uh, I was really surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Is this your favorite rap group? Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favorite rap group. I would say it's my favorite rap group. Really? Mm. And that's why I give it a 4.6 out of 5. Nice. Damn. I love this shit, dude. I thought the EP was better. It tank forever, bro. Uh, calm down. <laughs> I thought the EP before this was better, Creeping on a Come Up, and I listened to that a lot. Um, no Surrender is a banger. We just listened to that outside. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so when Bernie, your homeboy, recommended... Uh, I was like, oh, you, you want us to do the album? I kind of wanted to do the EP. I'm like, you know, he wants us to do the album. So we picked the, I picked the album. I'm glad I did. I like it more than the EP. This is the best rap group, in my opinion. I love this shit, dude. Okay. I started yeah. listening to like other Bone Thug stuff and watching them like just do freestyle stuff on Instagram and like YouTube or whatever. And I just liked it more and more. And I just keep listening to it. And I just could not get enough of this. It was fucking rad. So shout out to Bernie at the Greater Details podcast. Uh, Nathan, you were a guest on episode 11. Yeah, I was, man. I, I've known Bernie for many years, man. He's a cool He's a cool dude. He's been a part of uh, the punk and hardcore scene for many years. He's so what's that podcast about, the Greater Details? What do they do? Wow, you know, what I like about his show is, is he just has guests on. And just and kind like, of let it flow. Yeah, it's a conversation. They just have a conversation. That's what I love about it. I mean, he's definitely had people mainly from Tehachapi where we kind of grew up, you know. So it's kind of cool that every guest that he's had, I've kind of somewhat known almost sometimes, you know what I mean? Because it's like nice. a tight, tight yeah. vibe. So like whenever like they'll tell a story or like or talk about something or a time around that time, you know, uh, I don't know, it brings back some memories and shit. It's cool. So I listened to the episode that you were on, and it was very entertaining. <laughs> I had fun, man. It was really cool. Because you guys talk it. about some shit that had me cracking up. And then I went back and listened to some other episodes, and some of it's, like, kind of dark and, like, grit. And like, He's real with it, dude. And it's real as shit. So thanks again to Bernie at the Greater Details podcast for the suggestion. Uh, he might be a guest on the show. Subscribe and find out. Uh, and leave a comment. Let us know what else we should listen to. That was Bone Thugs and Harmony, East 1999, Eternal. <laughs>